The following episode of In No Particular Order can and will contain explicit language and adult content. Listener discretion is highly advised if you're adverse to any of those things. This week, D-Mac and I are back with another episode of In No Particular Order, as I said five seconds ago. And I'll keep it short and sweet. This month, we, we wax poetic about our top five soundtracks in no particular order. And these uh, soundtracks are primarily from the 80s and 90s, which, were, which was the heyday of soundtracks uh, and we'll be back and also it, listen to the end of the show because we do come up with a, a format change of in no particular order that i think all of the fans would definitely want to hear and be excited about um so we got a lot more cool shit coming from the network uh we're pretty much on pace we got a, a lot of episodes in the can so you should be getting some more of us this summer the summer of tsbof and for everyone out there at san diego comic con this last week a lot of cool news huh I'm recording this before it actually happens, and this is going to come out after it happens, so that was dumb. Good evening, to ladies say. and gentlemen. All right. We are <coughs> not entertainment. Excuse me. But until then, enjoy the final You have failed this city. Let's face it, this is not the worst thing you've done today. episode of in no particular order uh this is one of your hosts uh evan the third host and i'm joined by always by d mac how's it going tonight bro good good what up though what up though 
Uh, so as we said last time, we are going to do our top five. Well, in honor of the summertime, we're going to do our top five soundtracks in no particular order. But um, as we talked about on text, uh, a new segment, maybe uh, song of the month. I have one. Do you have one? Uh, hang on. Nah, well, let me think. Of the month? Well, so Ooh. a song that you want to highlight for this month. So not like a song that came out this month, because like, that's too difficult. There's not shit coming out right oh, now. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Okay, I got one then. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'll go first. Um, and my song is probably, uh, probably came out 2016 or 17, but I just heard it. Uh, well, I just paid attention to it, rather. Probably like... Um, the day before I texted you that, but a song by Lupe Fiasco featuring my boy Ty Dollar Sign called NGL. NGL, because it stands for Niggas Gonna Lose, which is kind of what we were talking about before like the show started. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> but, uh, man, like it, it, it's a great song because uh, I love when Lupe Fiasco curses. And, like, he, he curses a lot on this song. And, and the song is basically about the different ways that niggas gonna lose because like uh he was talking about how uh like a dude's wanting to fuck a bitch i mean a young lady um he got her pregnant and left her so now she mad at him so like the son who's a little nigga he gonna lose and then he was talking about how <laughs> uh how they about to make weed legal and then like they don't so criminalize like the black people like who who, who, who have been feeding their family off it for decades, and guess what? <laughs> the niggas gonna lose. So, so he, yeah. it's a song that got a good beat, I got a good hook to it, I like his flow is impeccable on the joint, and then like has like a good message to it. So yes, yeah, so like that's my song of the month, uh, NGL by Lupe Fiasco featuring Ty Dollar Sign. I'm gonna have to listen to that one. It's good, bro, you should. Shoot, mine's, I got mine, mine's pretty, that shit's pretty updated. Okay. <laughs> it's pretty updated. It's, uh, it's Nipsey Hussle grinding all my life. Is and it? And, uh, what's up? Is that on Victory Lap? Yeah, that's on Victory okay. Lap, yep. It's on Victory Lap. And, um, I had, I was bumping it. I've been bumping it lately, uh, Victory Lap lately, just because I've been working out and stuff. Mm -hmm. But that one is pretty much just saying grinding all my life, and then what he's ex ex what he's uh, talking about, and the message in the uh, in his verses is literally, I've been grinding, I've been sacrificing, I've been doing this, okay. doing that. Yep, 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 yep. So, so so now I'm here and I'm still grinding. You know, I'm 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 still putting in work, even though I'm. I'm rich, I got money, and this and the other, I'm still pushing it, pushing it, and I think what really tipped it off was, uh, uh, what's his name, Russell Westbrook, just left OKC, Oklahoma mm -hmm. City, and, uh, he had a message on, on Instagram, and guess what was playing in the background, <laughs> grinding all my life, <laughs> <laughs> and, it, it, and that was pretty dope, because how he did it was, it was like a three minute, almost like a, uh, uh, three minute video on Instagram, and it was showing him from when he got drafted. Oh damn! So everything he's done in OKC from 
from being there, uh, from him literally with ball head looking young, 18, 19 years old, to him, you know, passing out turkeys like Nino Brown on Thanksgiving, mm-hmm, giving mm-hmm. out cards and stuff, you know what I'm saying, doing stuff for the community and all that, to him getting a triple-double, getting honored by Michael Jordan, you know, other uh, former basketball players, NBA players. Man, it, it it showed a whole bunch. It almost got teary eyed and he, he just, you know, he almost got teary eyed and choked up just looking at the video. But mm-hmm. grinding all my life, man. That's hey, that's that's my. I think that was yeah. That's that's my song of money. Damn. Um, and that's towards the beginning of the uh, Victory Lap album, right? No, it's in a. Actually, it's like the. It's called almost to almost close to the last. Oh damn. Okay. Yeah. I want to say. Yeah, cause I yeah, it's almost that. Yeah, I know that I've heard it, but I because like when you're saying like the lyrics to it, like it, I caught on to it, but like, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to fuck with that again tonight too. Um, so for people out there in the audience who want to fuck with those songs, they're available probably on every fucking platform because everything is now. So whether it be YouTube, Google Play Music, Apple Music, Spotify, yeah. just type that shit in, and I'm sure I'm, I'm sure that you'll find it. Um. Alright, so, uh, as I said from the onset, outset, onset, one of those two words, uh, we're doing a top five soundtracks in no particular order. Um, we'll see if we have any uh, any of the same, and like you said, um, via text, you probably will. Um, but So, as always, what is your first pick? My first pick is the Naughty Professor 2 soundtrack. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I went there with it. Main reason why I went there is because I knew, like, to me, it was fire because of the fact that uh, I, I remember Hey Poppy, the Jay Z, yeah. Jay Z songs on there. Oh, that, that, hey, that, that's, that's another classic. Mm-hmm. That's another classic song by Jay Z. You know what I'm saying? Used to be bumping. Everybody used to be playing in the summertime too. Yep. <laughs> Was that Timbaland or uh, Just Blaze? Timbaland. Okay, yep, yep, yep. Yeah, that was Timbaland. That was a Timbaland beat. Then it also has uh, "Just Friends" by Music Soul Child. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. A lot of people don't know that one. Yeah, <laughs> it, it's got a lot of hitters on here. That like it, it even has like this. This one even has, believe it or not, because it's so long ago, and a lot of people pretty much forgot. It. This actually got the thong song by Cisco. Really? Yeah. I'm telling you, man, it it has some hitters. It also has it has another Drew Hill song, Here With Me, uh, Case, Missing You. I'm missing you. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't sing no more. <laughs> that part's always my favorite, bro. It, yeah. it, it's, I can't sing no more. Nigga, you still singing. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, but yeah, man, it's got it's got got some class. It's a it's a it's pretty much a it, it's a good ride through song. Just with them four yeah. four or five songs along, you know, that's almost like fifty percent, like literally. Yeah, <laughs> the soundtracks are hardly ever like really really long anyway. Exactly, yeah, and then to get a soundtrack that actually sound decent. Like nowadays, you can't even get a soundtrack worth any damn thing, which is sad. Yeah, man. Um. <laughs> They put out like the scores and shit, but yeah, but like I can't, I can't remember the last movie that actually had a soundtrack. Like the art of the soundtrack 
is a lost art. It, it really is. It really is. I really can't think of the last movie. The last movie that I remember having a soundtrack is on my list. So yeah, same here. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, but um, I completely forgot about the the uh, the United Professor one or two soundtrack because like I think that the first one had, had had a decent soundtrack too. But yeah, um, but like I think so too. That's definitely like a, a good ass choice that I completely forgot about. But um. My first pick, I'll just go right off of what I was saying a moment ago. Last soundtrack that I remember, this is probably yours too, because I think that we used to bump this shit in high school. But, um... Okay. The Bad Boys 2 soundtrack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This on yours too? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> so like, we're just tag team this whole, but, uh, yeah, um, it had, of course, uh, Lordo! <laughs> which is the dumbest name for a dance and song ever but that shit slapped back in the day bounce something move something shake your tail feather yeah it did uh then it also had uh I think the devil keep on fucking with me by the band oh yeah 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 I forgot about which that, was yeah. a good fucking song bro when it first came out the band had talent bro uh like just just puff just fucked them over and, and then, like, he didn't push like he should. And that's the first time that we saw on television, this is Cyber, obviously, uh, first time that we ever saw how Puff does his sound, I mean, how Puff does his contracts, and we saw that the contracts were all fucked up. And everybody else in the band besides uh, Fred, I think his name was, just signed the contract without reading it. Then Fred was like, no, I want to read it first. Then, I, then everybody else gained up on him and said, no, I just signed the contract. So we saw firsthand weapon to the locks, Shine, uh, fucking loom. Yeah. We saw firsthand. But anyway, um, then it also had <laughs> Jay Z, uh, excuse me, Miss Remix, I believe, yeah. like the La La La. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then Fifty and Biggie, uh, the realest niggas. Yeah, yep, 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 yep. So that's one, two. That's also like four tracks that were fucking burning. Hell yeah. Uh, so like, what were your thoughts on it? Like that, like that's also on uh, your list. Yeah, I mean, another Jay Z banger again. Miss Bleak smoking that la la la. That shit was cold. Excuse me, bitch. That's it. I'm um, the shit. <laughs> yeah, I, <know. laughs> I was just like, damn, how the hell he remixed this shit? And then he can turn into a separate. They actually got it classified as a separate song, but it's literally the same shit yep. except it's the beat different. The beat different. Completely though, different but beat. He he got this. He got a different. He got like a almost the same almost almost the same melody to it almost. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's Jay doing what uh, in the nineties Puff did the best as well as well as R. Kelly, where the remix is a completely different song. Hell yeah. <laughs> But uh, oh, I like the dad shaking tail feather. I mean, these is all during summertime burners. It, it, it's crazy. Perfect timing for that <laughs> shit, bro. It came out at the perfect fucking time. Yeah, perfect time. Cause I remember everybody was just waiting. Cause Nelly ended up dropping one that year, I believe. Or we would no, 
or I, I know for a fact Murphy Lee dropped one. Yes. That's when he dropped that one. Yes, album. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I do know. Because everybody was like, oh, when the Murphy Lee come out, it's going to be fire, fire. Man, all I heard was what the hook going to be. And then after that, I was just like, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty much done with yeah. that. <laughs> Wasted talent, man. Like, he's definitely uh, like the myth bleak of uh, the St. Lunatics. Yeah, for real. Um, but yeah, man. That's that's pretty much all I got, though. Yeah, uh, like uh, that shit was hot. In the, it was hot as fuck, though. And then, like those are like four songs like that stood out. But like the whole shit was it was, it was pretty solid. Um. All right, so I went, but we shared that one. Uh yeah. So is it back on me then, or uh, or you? Uh, two for two. I I go. Okay. I go. Uh, this is one that's pretty recent. I think you'll agree with. Okay. This is probably probably a it, it was a really good soundtrack. To be honest, it it was it was better than I thought it was gonna be, and that is the Black Panther soundtrack. Okay. Okay. That was for <laughs> that was produced by Kendrick Lamar. Curated. And of course, y'all. Yeah, and then, of course, when, uh, what's it called, Top Dog Production mm-hmm. and all that, Top Dog Production literally all over it. Ain't, no, ain't nobody else over it except, except for Top Dog Production. It's a, it's a couple of people he got Feature on was here. on that's, there. Yeah, he got he got a couple couple features that's outside Top Dog, but majority of him and everybody know was it All-Stars mm-hmm. with, uh, what's her name, SZA? Yeah. I can't never say her name right, yeah. She pretty much really sang the sang the song. She really hit the hook of the song, and then uh, Kendrick Martin does his little flow. He do his flow and it's like mellow, but it's really kind of uplifting. Everybody when they hear that song, they just like get hooked. Because every time I hear that song, I think of Black Panther, like right off rip. Dude, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not to interrupt, but yeah, but like that song. I mean, like the placement of that soundtrack in the movie was amazing too, on the trailers and the film itself. But like the point that I'll get on for a second, then. Then uh, let you get back to it. Is uh, yeah, yeah. That's the song they played when the credits roll on Black Panther. And it was perfect. I was like, God damn, this is perfect uh, fucking yeah. placement of this song. Yeah, you're right. No, they, they 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 really they yeah they really did place the songs like in the as far as like the background music like right on mm-hmm. time. Uh, what was it? The King is Dead. That's the one with J Rock. Yep. That that shit fire. Yep. That shit fire. Uh, hold on. Shit. What else he got on here? Uh, Waves with Sagley, Bloody Waters. He got he, he got he got a lot. He got it's a couple on here that's that's pretty fire. It's just you gotta sit down and listen to it. And yes. like you said, once you once you listen to the background music and once you hit it in the background music of some of the songs that were getting played and some people probably thought it was just the theater actors of like the theater just kicking in and it wasn't actually a soundtrack, but it actually was a soundtrack mm-hmm. to that placement of the movie. Which is which is amazing. Yeah. I hope you do it again for Black Panther too. Yeah. To be honest with you. Oh. <laughs> I'm kind of afraid for Black Panther 2, man, because, like, from the cultural standpoint of what the movie meant for, like, us as black people, I, it's going to be hard. Well, it might not be because, like, he ain't had a bad movie yet. Yeah, I But 
<laughs> but it might be time like that he has a, a bad movie or just like an okay movie. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. I, I the only thing I would say about Black Panther though, man, is because I I kind of hate Master P on this one. Because Master B been kind of talking down a little bit. He was like, oh, well, you know, I know Black Panther, he was a black movie, he did good, this, that, and the other. But the thing is, we don't own it. And blah, blah, blah. I'm looking at him like, bro, you can't have nothing other. It's just like a nigga that you can't uplift exactly. somebody to say, okay, it's uplift, this, that, and the third. You turn around and say, yeah, we don't own it. So it really don't matter. Man, get the fuck out of here, dude. That's why I got the hook up too. I don't even, I ain't seen no goddamn commercial by it. All no. I do is see him on YouTube saying, go watch, I got the hook up too. And that shit look bootleg as fuck. Yes. You know, you look like I got the hook up one. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I'm surprised, I'm surprised it's even in theaters, bro. I mean, like the, the closest theater that's yeah. playing it here is like in Grand Rapids. Oh, and like two dude. shows. Bro, the only closest theater they got here is literally like forty five minutes away. From here. It's in Dallas, but it's 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 far. It's like it's literally like two theaters, mm-hmm. and they only playing it like like you said, like two or three times, and that's it. I mean, like okay, uh, P does have a, a quasi point, but the thing is, uh, the Black Panther is a is a character who was created in the sixties by by two Jewish dudes. So of course, <laughs> I know black people ain't gonna own the movie for it. But it was written by a black. It was written by two black men, uh, starred all the all black and African cast. Well, some African American, some African cast, directed by a black man, and got money from the white man to do it. That's a win. Exactly. That's a win. That's a win, bro. Yeah, but uh, ah. that goes back to crab and the bear yeah. mentality. Yep. <laughs> Punk ass master. Yep. Boy. Make a hit masterpiece <laughs> and stop pepping off your son. Hey, hey, quit child to sell them over raggedy ass ugly shoes. <laughs> goddamn shoes up here. Damn leopard ass schools talking about some, oh yeah, these mean yaddies, yaddies, whatever the hell they call it. I'm sitting there like, dude, are you serious? Them is trash what the fuck they is. But then like, <laughs> he'll swear that people don't support him because it's a black owned business. But your shit just trash, P. Yeah, it really is. Now, I, the only the only thing he did in the nineties, which ain't no other record company did, was when he had a deal, which he no one had never get a deal like that. Is that he had a uh, what was it? They said a eighty, a eighty five, yeah. fifty, fifteen deal where he was getting damn near majority of the money, but he was actually producing and pushing and pushing out the albums like clockwork. They have one album done, and then in the next month or two, another yeah. album's coming out. And then another album's coming out. Yep. And they were just hitting and hitting and hitting. But he made his money, and now, yeah, you're rich and everything else. But when he tried to divert his money, he tried to do the Jay-Z thing. Yep. But the thing is, though, he didn't, in my eyes, I don't think he had the, he didn't have a mind for it, and he didn't have the, uh, the team for it. Right. And that, that's, that's the issue. Cause remember he tried to do that uh what you call it uh try to be a uh agent sports agent oh, yeah. <laughs> and, and then that shit flopped that shit flopped terribly and then I was like dude just take the music man yeah. just take the music then he did he did movies movies did all right he had one bootleg movie and one movie I got to go that went to the theaters that did good 
because it was right around the time frame where he was still pushing out music. Yeah. But then soon as soon as uh somebody else from down south came called Cash Money, yep. then all of a sudden that nigga got goes quick. You didn't even hear from him no more. I mean, baby, baby, in a sense, kind of. Fifty Cent it was Fifty Cent to Master P's Ja Rule. Yeah, cause uh, and then it should have been it should have been that no. way though. They should have got with each other together, but it's just like crab that, like you said, that crab in the barrel mm-hmm. mentality. Can't nobody be the alpha. Everybody want to be the alpha. Want to be the guy. Everybody want to be that main guy. And the only and guy. Nobody want to take shit. If the, and the only guy. And they could have just said, you know what? Let's make this money together. You make money. I'm making money. Blah blah blah. blah. Let's collaborate. They could have had something so damn big it would have been ridiculous. But crabbing in a barrel. And that's what your new home, Texas, has done. Besides a, a couple of some friction here and there, but overall, especially now, Houston is probably the most well. Houston and Atlanta, but we'll stick Houston because because I like that better. Houston is probably the most united <laughs> uh, region, we'll say in, in hip hop, and, and they always have been. Besides, like I said, like early two thousands when uh, when all the people that Pimp C made that song about uh, Paul Wall versus uh, Chameleon Air, Zero versus Slim Thug, but everything got squashed. And like they all been back together. If they were done that in fucking New Orleans, it, it would like you said, we're taking over the fucking world. But got, got way too many alphas and people who don't want to give you the cheat code or share any of the money. But how much money did yep. they all could have made? Now talking about the movies real quick. As a kid, in our kids' small brains, those movies were good. But as an adult, fucking trash. One hundred percent of them are trash. I got the hookup. Yeah, Foolish. <laughs> Foolish has no plot. Foolish has no fucking plot. And I was the other one. Uh, Last Don was trash. Hot Boys had five different. Oh, was it Hot Hot Boys? The Silk. Yeah. Yeah. Hot Boys or, had no plot. Oh no! It was uh. Yeah. yeah it was yeah, Hot yeah, something, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah, I think it was right. I think it was Hot Boys. Yeah, but I think it was Hot Boys. That 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 movie had seven different plots. It was like a it was like a season of a show, cause the, cause the first ten minutes was about uh, him selling drugs because a girlfriend got shot to help her in the hospital. Then she got out of the hospital like twenty minutes in, and then like he kept selling drugs because you get money. Then Clifton Power popped up out of somewhere. Then it had fucking Gary, Gary fucking what's his name uh, with the fucked up big ass teeth, but like some Anglo-Saxon a gentleman like who name. Whose name I forget it at the moment, but yeah, Hot Boys is all over the place. It's a fucking terrible movie. As a kid, I love those movies, and like trying to find a bootleg was half the fucking fun. But they're trash. And yeah. and, and <laughs> none of those soundtracks are on my list. <laughs> yeah, same here. Um, but yeah, um, getting back to like the Black Panther soundtrack, it is a good album, but. It's an album that you can't really ride to. I mean, no. No. <laughs> well, it's weird. It, it, it's good. Like, it, yeah. sonically, it's amazing, but I probably gave it two listen throughs and, and I was done. That, okay. 
to me, the Black Panther soundtrack <laughs> is the same thing as a new Chris Brown 85-track album. It's something you play in the background while you're doing other shit. <laughs> if you're cleaning, if you're, if you're cooking a, a meal, that's when it's most effective. If I drove to it, I'll, I'll fall asleep at the wheel, I think. <laughs> but not saying it's not good. And also, when those tracks were placed in the film, it hit like it, it, it hit especially hard the way it was supposed to. Yeah, so it, I'm saying it's good, but for some reason, it didn't really resonate with me in, in, in all in all ways that uh, like it could have. Nah, I feel you. Um, okay, let's see. The next one that I'll do... I'm going to split those two up because... Uh, Alright, so this is the first one of two on my list that aren't official soundtracks. They're uh, music inspired by the movie. But this next one is my favorite album by this artist. But it's also is a, a, a quasi-soundtrack. It, it, well, it's music inspired by the film. And that is American Gangster by... Um, Jay-Z. Okay, I see where you're going. I got you. Just about every... Well, it's kind of top-heavy. Like, the back end of it is, is kind of filler, but, like, the first, maybe, we'll say, six or seven song hit like a motherfucker. A Bad Guy, it, it's probably my top 50 songs of all time. He had, uh... uh Rock Boys was amazing. He had, um... Bad Guy... I can't remember off the top of my, uh, he had, uh, American Dreamy, which is cold as fuck. Then, then he had a song that kind of yeah. changed the complexion of rap. The first single. That don't waste your time traveling the light. That song was so different at that time. Like, what in the fuck is this? Oh, what song, what song, what song is that? Oh, you got me there. The hook, he kind of took it from, uh, that, um, and folk song from the 90s, but it was a... What's the name of the song? Blue Magic. Oh, Blue... Okay, okay. Because, yeah, I got you. It's, it's, it's hooked. I got you. I got yeah, you. Yeah, that weird beat. Like, it flows so weird. Like... That boom. boom, boom, boom. <laughs> At that time... Exactly. <laughs> I got you. I got you. Look. Yeah. I'm getting it. I'm getting it. I ain't talking about it. I'm living it. <laughs> that shit was. It, it, took, yeah. it took like two weeks of me hearing it every day for me to like it. And um, actually, um, the the person who kind of took me to the, to the other side of not liking that song into loving it was um. Do you remember a big will from Zenders? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, me and him went to I think Denny's and Birch Run. I mean, not Denny's. Uh. Tony's in Bertrand to get them big ass uh, plates that we having out there, and then like he played that song the whole way there, and like God damn, you right? He's like man, it, like he's like he's like he took in Vogue, his flow, got that weird ass beat. Like you're right, like all all of those elements make a good ass song, and then so being led by that song, that is one of the best soundtracks of all time. Now the actual the actual uh, American Gangster soundtrack is trash. Yeah, dumpster fire track. Hell yeah! But uh, yeah, but <laughs> this music inspired by the soundtrack is amazing, and also it has my favorite um, Jay Z bars bars ever. When he was like, uh, 
and Val Sharpton is speaking for me, somebody get him the message and tell him I don't I don't approve. They're talking about uh if I move all my verses, he's like, tell him I remove all my curses if you promise our school's gonna be perfect. And it was like when uh when Genesis six don't exist, tell him that's when I stop saying bitch, bitch. Oh yeah, say hello. Yeah, 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 yeah. Say hello, this one shit. Because that album was so political and of that time, could like he was uh. Because like talk about oh, fucking I miss, she's like I miss when stop being about I miss what my lyrics got to do with this shit. So it, it's a perfect blending of social commentary, political um commentary, and what Nas and, and J Cole at oftentimes lack: good ass beats and flows. When they're talking about their political shit. Yeah. Yeah. So that big face. So that's why, like, that's my list, and that, and as I said, that's probably my favorite Jay Z album. Damn, for real? I think Holy so. Shit. And then Blueprint One is a close second. Uh, but Blueprint, my favorite one. But I, I, I would say, damn, it's hard for me with the Jay Z, mm-hmm. Jay Z albums. I'm, I'm not even gonna lie. Blueprint is my favorite one. That that album that you said, um, I could ride all the way through yeah. it. It took me a minute too. It took me a minute too. Uh, I was at work, dude. He was talking about. He was saying, "Say hello." I'm the hey. bad guy. Say that I'm the bad guy. And then he was just saying, "I was like, where you hear that from?" He's like, "Oh, that's off that Jay Z." I was like, "Man, that shit is crazy." <laughs> he was like, "What?" He was like, "Nah, man, you need to listen to that shit. You you wild." And I'm like, "All right, I'll take another listen." And then I listened to it. I seen American Dream in the video. American Dream was the yeah. shit. I was like, damn, this video, that's that shit, that shit go hard. Then the one was like, uh, I ain't got no hook on this shit, Ooh, no hook on this beat. That, that that shit went hard. And then uh, was it? <laughs> I forgot. Uh, oh, let me think. He said, first of all, I think I want to thank my connect. <laughs> All due respect. That's Rock Boys. Rock Boys in the house tonight. Rock Boys, yeah. Sweet. Yeah, that shit went hard. (laughs) Then you had Ignorant shit. Mm -hmm. That shit went hard. First Uh, thing I'm going to do is is free Seagull. Oh, my shit. My shit. My shit is the party life. Oh, I forgot about that shit. It's easy. It's easy. That is it. Brushing off my three piece. I make this shit look easy. Small time lane. My suit is to thank me. That shit go hard. (laughs) But then then he stopped. He stopped and then broke down the legs. (laughs) Like I said, I sport so fly shots with an SP. Yeah, that shit go hard. That shit go hard. I forgot about that one, bro. Like then. Bro, uh, on that same track, it was like, uh, I'm on a bra strap, she's on my dick, ain't nothing wrong with that, yep. that's my bitch. Yes. That's been my line yeah. for 10 years now. <laughs> oh, I like how, she, what he said, uh, damn, what he said? I can't, I can't remember. He was just like, he was, he's, I'm trying to think of the verse. He was just like, I said, what was it? It was about filet mignon. Yeah. He was like, <laughs> that was, um, when Man. he was at the beat ride. He was like, it's kind of hard going back to, um, yeah, yeah. 
Hamburg Helper used to Hamburg used help. play me now. Yeah, for real, yeah. He said, but it's your choice it's now, your baby. Choice, baby. That shit was funny. <laughs> that got to be one of the buck. That song. That, that was my line. <laughs> that was my line right there. I used that line a lot. I ain't going to lie. Motherfuckers be like, where the fuck you get that shit from? He was like, you right. Ain't nobody trying to go back to no goddamn Hamburger Helper when you have to play me, young. Exactly. I mean, <laughs> I've had both, and both are, I would say, equally as good to me. That's just me, though. <laughs> it, it all depends on my mood that day. <laughs> but yeah, bro, yeah, because uh, you're bringing up tracks I forgot about, yeah, but yeah. So, um, we aren't ranking these because the show is called in, in, in no particular order, but that might be also my favorite soundtrack of all time now that I think about it because he, he made me like it. Well, he brought up memories about the soundtrack that I forgot about that were some of my favorite memories. Yeah, I know, man. I, because I, cause when I play, every time I hear one of the songs off there, I end up playing the whole goddamn <laughs> Exactly. <TV>. And then... Because <laughs> be that, it, it's that good. And all I got to do is hear one song off this album, and I'm just like, man, I'm playing the whole damn thing. And then The Party Life, I had that... To me, oh, man... The Party Life, uh, Say Hello, that, that's my yep. shit. Man, is it that whole album? <laughs> I told you, bro. Like, I told you. Whole album, Jane. So, uh, let's agree that Jay's best albums are tied for uh, that and Blueprint. Yeah. <laughs> it's <yeah>. a tie. <laughs> yeah, man. That's, that's yeah, that shit. It's, it's, some, it's vintage for real. Oh, yeah. Um... Was that on your list too? Nah, actually, mine's a little different. Okay. Mine's a, this one is you might think it's a little soft, but fuck it. Uh, it's a soundtrack came out in '95 mm-hmm. when it was like, and it's uh, a movie with four women trying to, and with four black women trying to get their life together. <laughs> You see where yep, I'm going yep. with this? <laughs> I see exactly where you're going. <laughs> that was almost to my list, bro. It was, that because the audience, the audience, will, uh, like the audience, man, I know the audience may not know what you're talking about, but I definitely do. And that was on my that was on the first draft <laughs> of my list, but I took it off. But I'm glad I did. So now we, I can still talk about it when you get done. Go ahead. Yeah. All right. It's the waiting to exhale soundtrack. Shoot the do. Waiting to exhale. <laughs> yep. Shoot the do. Yep. <laughs> Man, I mean, look, you got some hit. You got from Whitney Houston. You got Tony Braxton. You got Whitney Houston, rest in peace. You got Aretha Franklin on here, rest in peace. You got Brandy, TLC, Mary J. Blige. It's got Mary J. Blige not going to cry. Not going to cry. Oh, my goodness. Mm. Oh, my goodness. Sacrifice. Then they had Patty LaBelle on here, man. Babyface, man. They had a whole bunch of folks on here. And then, yeah, from shoot, 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 they do. I ain't gonna get into that. (laughs) But they they just got, uh, what what you saying? Kenneth Babyface at best and Whitney Houston made a a hook that means absolutely nothing. It was a filler hook. They, they, Babyface said that he had no idea what that meant. And, that was like a, a fill-in until they found something else. But it left it in. <laughs> it's amazing. Yeah. 
For real, for real. I'm sorry, you were saying. And what's crazy was yeah, Brent, yeah, with uh, Babyface, he wrote, wrote and produced. Yep. Like the whole album, I believe. Yeah. All these goddamn songs on here. Babyface yeah. owned yeah. '90s R&B, bro. Yeah. Babyface. Cause not gonna cry. Yep. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> he left again. She sacrificed. He leave it a drop of a dime. He was a. Yeah. She right. wasn't his lover and his secretary. Working seven days of the week. <laughs> yeah, for real. She was there, but nobody else was there. And now he's busy loving someone else. Woo. Yeah, man. Ooh. Niggas ain't shit, bro. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> also a great film. Oh man. Also a great film. Yeah. They don't really, make black is. cinema like that it anymore. Is. They really don't. Although, who? Matter of fact, who? Who, who made that? Was it? Well, Forrest Whitaker? I think Forrest Whitaker yes. might have made that. He, oh. yep. he was the uh, the director. I, I'm not sure if he wrote it, but he was the uh, director. Yeah. Although that was a man-hating movie, <laughs> it was still amazing. It had women from all walks of yeah, life. For real. But they, they had that sisterhood. <laughs> yeah, it was beautiful when it came down to that. It was beautiful. And that that's one movie, too, that... The when the soundtrack hit, when the song hit, it hit at the right time. Yep. Or what was going on in the movie? Yeah, bro. Cause when <laughs> when Angela Bass burned out a nigga house, they played that uh that Mary J. Blige. Yeah, exactly. That's perfect blend <laughs> of that soundtrack. They burned down the house, man. I, oh, man, ladies, I don't condone. Just leave. It's not that serious. Yeah, yeah, it's not that serious. No, no. No left out here, man. No left out here. <laughs> yeah, man. I'm I'm so glad you brought that up, man, because that was my first draft. But I I took that out for the American Gangster soundtrack. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you're absolutely right, man. Uh, that that shit is a fucking classic. Cause because if I'm Mary J. Blige and fucking oh oh Whitney alone, like those two songs are some of they're they're in the top. 112 songs of all time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. That shit was fucking good. Um, yeah. 11 years you sacrificed. Man, they don't make, they don't make movies no more. Nope. Like that no more. Damn. Nope. Because <laughs> that movie, to me, movies like that is just so unique. Hell, I was just watching The Best Man like the other day, and I was sitting there sitting to myself like, "Damn, they need to make they need to make more uplifting movies like that." When you got the character cut, and I don't want to see no Tyler Perry nope. shit. I want to be somebody random, somebody yep. different. Yeah, it could be Denzel producing that motherfucker. Hell, so we're like the fucking <laughs> black people are still black, but they aren't ghetto because every black movie is either ghetto in some yeah. way or, or, or or another, or they're just black skin, but they don't act black. Like say, uh. For uh, Mother's Day, I like to mom to see that movie with uh, Megan Good and that light skinned nigga. Oh, yeah. That yeah, shit yeah. was trash, but mainly trash because they weren't really black, bro. Like, they were. I feel like that strip. I feel like that strip was written for, like, Anglo Saxons, but, but it's got black people playing the characters. But yeah, but back in the 90s, we had real black stories, real black messages, <clears throat> but they weren't ghetto. Yeah, somebody can do it again. I'm trying to find some some director on film. Now that film this, 
because everybody being so political wise i mean some directors going political route which is cool they trying to get out the message mm-hmm. but then I'm, you gotta find one that's literally like you know what i want to do like a whole black woman movie but i don't want it like degrading like beating black men all the way down either i want it to be because the other one like when the essay was like it, it showed niggas just retarded just done they can't get right but then you also had that nigga that was there, but the girl was just too far distant. She was pushing away, yep. which yep. is, uh, yep. Yep. what's the, uh, Wayne Whitfield? Yeah, was it? Yeah, 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 yeah. When he was just pushing away and he was just like, look, I'm open with you. You know what I'm saying? Like this, that, and the third, like, you know, and then that was you. Yes. And then you also had the dude that had, like, that was getting with Whitney. He had shit going for him, but he trying to get have his cake and eat it too. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Wasn't that like the bubble gum? That was uh, all, all state. Oh yeah, that's all state. Yeah. All, no, that's all state. Yeah. All state. Now the bubble gum, that dude was just—he was just fucked up. Always drunk. Was he niggas <laughs> always drunk? Yeah, he had on a fucking all leather vest with no shirt, didn't he? <laughs> yeah, she closeted for that shit too. Where all leather in the summertime? No I was like dying laughing. <laughs> <laughs> and people would oh, be. Man. People be using that meme where you say, when he stayed up to him, he was like, you raggedy. You <laughs> <laughs> oh, that shit that funny, movie man. is amazing. Because every black movie now is either about selling drugs, Tyler Perry, or about black people suffering. 25 Years a Slave, The Butler, The Help. I don't want to see no fucking movies ever in my fucking life. It doesn't do anything to push black people forward at all. It makes it out to be the victim. I told my friend about You know it's crazy. I never I've never seen two of it. I've never seen both of them. I refuse to. I'm not gonna watch it. I'm not watching any yeah. any movie where the entire <laughs> plot is about a black person being at a fucking disadvantage in the nineteen sixties. How can we move forward if we keep talking about shit that happened in the sixties? Not saying that we should forget it, but don't have movies that just show us being fucking slaves or fucking servants. I have no interest in watching any movie where we are a slave or servant or a butler or any of that shit. Yeah, for real. And I like told my uh, coworker about that shit like this years ago when I uh, like the shit first came out. He's he, he's a he's Anglo-Saxon. He was like, yeah, I saw a movie to help man. It was a great movie. Like I, like, I told him like same thing I just told you and the audience. He said, well, at the end of the movie, she shit it in a lady's pie. She showed her that evil white lady. I'm like, no, fuck that, bro. I don't want to see any movie where, like I said, we're at a disadvantage. Exactly. Talking old slave talk. Oh, boss! So I sure do love teaching them little children. I don't want. I don't want to see it. <laughs> um, yeah, but great pick. I'm gonna have to find that movie somewhere. Like the only way I can find that shit. It, See, I got. got it. I got this. I got this shit DVR. Because <laughs> it keep coming over like. Like Cinemax on a or no Black Star, okay. Black Star. It, it comes on there like clockwork. So every time when it when it came on there, I was like, man, I'm gonna DVR and just leave it there. That shit ain't gonna never get erased. So when folks come over, like, what movie you got, huh? I got Wayne Ace. Oh shit, I ain't seen that in a minute. Hell yeah. <laughs> I wonder if the Stars app has that shit too. Because if so, they, they might. Have. The, the Stars app probably has. All their shit, but okay. Um, my next pick. So, uh, bridging off. So, I'll see your waiting to excel soundtrack, and I and I will raise you 
the Soul Food soundtrack. <laughs> Featuring Mama, Ooh. my boys and men, the, the song that everybody plays every fucking Mother's Day. I forgot about that. Also featuring Drew Hill, We're Not Making Love No More. We're not making yep. love. We're not even trying to change. No more. <laughs> Drew Hill, well, they were the kings of, of 90s soundtrack because I also had like the uh, song you brought up earlier. Thong San Francisco, and they had this one, and then they had uh, how, how deep be, how deep is your love on I think um the the Rush Hour soundtrack, yeah. So they're the Kings of soundtrack. And then also it had Usher and, and Monica. <clears throat> oh damn, uh, what's the name of that song? I I can't think of name I can't think of the name of the song right now, but it it, it was a great song. <clears throat> But it has some hits. Also, a... <laughs> no. No, it got me saying it. Dude, uh, like on fucking Saturday nights, if I'm just fucking chilling, I'll tell Google to play a Drew Hill radio, bro. And that should be fucking slap. No, I bet it do. <laughs> should be Drew Hill has some fucking hits. Like the first two Drew Hill albums were classics. Yeah, because I remember, uh, my fact, I was listening to Drew Hill this mm-hmm. week. I should, woo. Because from, if you go to their greatest hits, they, because everything pretty much, because I, when the internet Drew was good, the second, Drew World Order. Know, they first was, oh, they first, they, they first album was good. Drew Hill. And they, it, it was Drew Hill. Let me make sure, hold up. Drew Hill, entered Drew, Drew World Order, then it was all trash. <clears throat> <laughs> Drew, entered the Drew. Yeah. Drew, entered the Drew. That's the second one. That was the, that's the one that got me in my bedroom, right? There's a me in my bedroom? Was that oh, like, that's Silk. Because I thought it was a... That's Silk, bro. Waiting oh, yeah, That's right. That's right. That's right. That, no, hold on, because I because I'm picturing the cover. The thing I keep picturing the cover, and I just think all that red. That's the and second. I think one. silk shit was in yeah. red too. You're thinking about um somebody sleeping in my bed, sleeping yeah, in there my you go. bed, yeah, yeah. fucking with my head. Yeah. And then that yeah. album hard. Uh, then like uh like the fat nigga had that one song uh and like on a video. It had that uh chick from uh, that fine ass chick R.I.P. from uh, Family Matters, and like her dad was a uh, fucking her. It was it was a uh, some deep shit for the nineties, like back when we were kids. Uh, it was at um <laughs> and baby girl. No, damn, how did that shit go? Like, damn girl, you suck. Oh, I it, you told me what you wanted. Gave you what you need, and job at Michael's and I never make a promise <laughs> that I can't keep. That ain't me. That shit was cold as fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They killed it in '90, but yeah. Um, but the Soul Food soundtrack and the Soul Food movie were both amazing. Soul Food might be better than uh, Wayne Excel. Uh, uh, yeah, it might be. 
It might be. Soul Food is the perfect black family movie. Yeah. Cause it had everything. It had diabetes in it, bro. It had the term buku, the first one I ever heard it. Had, had a hood nigga with a, <laughs> like a nine hood girl. It had uh the cousin fucking other nigga. It, it was it was crazy, bro. It had it all. <laughs> and then the Soul Food TV show was good too. Yeah, the TV show was really good. Probably crazy. the best movie the television uh thing ever. That I can think of. Yeah, that shit was really, really yeah. good. Alright, do uh, uh, you uh, have any thoughts on the Soul Food soundtrack besides what I said? Nah, you, shit, you pretty much hit the nail on it, man. I mean, I, classic, it's, it, it's probably by, it's, to me, it's like fifty-fifty with waiting to exhale. Yeah. That the the hit makers they mm-hmm. got on there is just amazing. So I that shit, <laughs> man. But nah, was, nah, you pretty much hit it on the nail on the caution. Okay. All right. So like, who is your next? Yep. My, I'm sorry. Uh, oh no, you good? You good? My next one. Is and it's a it's a alright one because I had to do a little bit a little bit more okay. digging. It's a well not really I ain't gonna say a little bit more digging but I just had to kind of really think it out a little bit. Mine's I'm gonna put the uh you know the eight mile sound okay, on yep. there just because of the, just because of the fact that you know and then when this sun came out you know pounds of sweat knees and all that spaghetti. <laughs> Yeah, for real. That shit got played so yep. many times. It, it was ridiculous. And then that's when yep. Webster came out. It was a good yep. setup. Perfect. Because <clears throat> Eight Miles running, Eight Miles, he had that one, Eight Miles song oh, yeah. on there. But then when that Wangster hit, and then before you know it, like like three, because the movie came out like wintertime, December, December, something like that. Then Wangster came out and it literally like preloaded. It's like, oh man, this, this Wangster go hard. Then in the club dropped. Then after in the club dropped, it was a rap. Hell yeah, uh, <laughs> Wangster was like like a love tap. And then like he came to the fucking KO with that fucking yeah. in the club. Yeah, for real, man. That is, yeah. Well, the album, I give it. Hmm, it wasn't to me when I listen to it now. When I listened to it back then, I was like, okay, this is good. This is fire. But I listened to it now, it's like, uh, agreed, it's like, agreed, you yeah. know, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, because it just kind of, it just had its time. It, and then it progressed and then it kind of like mellowed out. And then I'd be like, huh, you know, I, I'll, once you hit lose yourself, you're like, okay, it'll take you back to when the song mm-hmm. came out. And then you hear Wayne then all you think about is, to me, I almost think about this in the club. So as I hear waste, I think about it in the club. Like, oh, let me go put it in the club. Oh. I think about that video with that girl with that big old ass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that too, man. What's wait, your wait, next? Wait. Uh, or what, what? What you feel about you it? You also man? forgot, I believe, Superman. That's on the Eight Mile soundtrack, ain't it? Uh, I, don't, I don't think. Nah, Superman ain't on it. Is that? 
I'm pretty sorry. Oh, no, you're right. Let me double check. The, the Superman video was on the DVD of 8 Mile. Because yeah. Cause yeah, that yeah, was yeah, too yeah. hot for TV back in them days. Yeah. So, so in my mind, I'm putting Superman on that soundtrack, which makes it an even better soundtrack. Because Superman, although it's a very um, a male chauvinist song, how dare you, Eminem, but in that time... That shit was that shit was slapping like a motherfucker too. Superman, we can talk hoes in single bound. I'm single now. Never done nothing, bitch. Bring me down the relationship. Save it, bitch. Superman ain't saving shit. Bitch, you can hop on Shady's dick. I tell a motherfucker suck to whatever. Yeah, that shit go hard. <laughs> but how dare you, um, Eminem, for, for for speaking to our queens that way? Time's up, Eminem. Oh, <laughs> um, <laughs> all right. I got two left, and I'm thinking. If I should, uh, <clears throat> I don't, which one I want to close on? Okay, I'll do this one <clears throat> next because this one is kind of the one that is, is I'm sorry, you got. Oh, go ahead. Now I'm saying what you got. No, I will mention. I got my five, <laughs> but like I'm seeing, like, I'm seeing like which one I want to do first, but. I, I got it, cause this one is new to me when it first came out, cause I do have a bias against the uh, the the curator of this soundtrack, <clears throat> because I I was never a, a fan of him or his music. You were though, you always were, uh, and this is much like American Gangster. It wasn't the official soundtrack to this album, but it was a, a, a album inspired by the movie, and that is Compton Colon the album. By Dr. Dre and, and various, because <clears throat> in okay. terms of uh, sonically, like just the beats, that sh- that whole slap from fucking bell to bell. Um, <clears throat> I know, I know. Now, I can't really tell you tell you any standouts on it, but in terms of like the habits of headphones on, or if you're working out or driving, it's a perfect thing to, to listen to because it keeps you amped up the whole time. The only standout verse I can think of was game on that. It's like game time. Again, that's probably the best game verse up until that point in a long fucking time. Yeah. And then uh, Kung Fu Kenny was on there a few times uh, killing it too. Um, and also like when the album starts, when like had like the fucking news report, uh, it was like, welcome to Compton. Back in 1962, all of the white people moved out and the black people moved in. <laughs> a great, um, and for those who may not know, <clears throat> Compton, the album was a soundtrack to the city of Compton, which uh, Dr. J grew up on, uh, in rather, and also a quasi movie, a um, soundtrack inspired by the movie Straight, straight Out of Compton, The NWA Story. Hell yeah. I don't have much to say about it, but like it definitely isn't my top five because it was very good sonically and, it's, and it gets you amped up. And like it's probably the best <clears throat> production by Dre to me ever. Nah, I gotta take another listen. No, but that's me as a non Dr. Dre fan though. Yeah. I'm not a Dre fan whatsoever. <laughs> I like Scott Scott. Uh, what's his name? Scott Shorts. Way more I do Dre because because 
Dr. Dre from 2000 to 2007 was Scott Storch anyway. If we're being honest. Nah, I get you that. And, and for those in the audience who, who don't believe me, just, uh, just watch any a video about how Dre actually does his his a production, and also check the credits because you're gonna see Scott Storch names on all of them hoes. Mm-hmm. And I say that's why we haven't seen very much Dr. Dre product in the last few years, or so because Scott Storch fell off. Coincidence? True. I think not. Dear listener. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, that's all I gotta say about Compton. Like to do you do like you have any thoughts on Compton? The album? Uh, <clears throat> I gotta take another listen to it, to be honest with you, because I remember I heard it I know the beats was fire. That's something I do remember, but I just remember like the people he had rapping on it was like I think it was just people off his label and people were from the West Coast. Besides, it was definitely uh, a West Coast Kendrick. album. Yep, Kendrick was on there a lot. Game. It was like West Coast. Ice Cube had a good verse in that bitch. Ice Cube had the, the best Ice Cube verse since Yeah Yeah. I post rhymes like weights. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Yeah, give it up to Q, though. I guess shout out to Q, because that man getting his business on with that big three yeah. shit. That big three shit about the hey, that shit, that shit popping big time. If you can see that shit on CBS yep. now, yeah, that shit on CBS, like, regular channel shit, so he making money off Lawrence that shit. Lawrence went to the game, probably, was that June? Yeah, sometime in June. I- yeah. What'd he say? He liked it a lot, but he said that, like, because, like, the rules are so weird, he got confused, and also um, that the games were super long because like, it, it's like three games a night or some weird shit like that, but but then like, you have to get up to a certain number of points to uh, move, so it's weird, but he said like it, Yeah, best best of 52 Quick, who, best whoever gets the 52 wins and yeah, it is long but the action and shit that be going on, and it just that's the shit that really make it funny and then to see certain folks hustle you see people that play but like they still should be playing in the NBA. You be like, damn. Right. Some folks be hitting their shots like, like, like crazy. Like I know it's like two or three people I've been that I've been watching, and I'm like, damn, these dudes should still be in the NBA the way they hustling. But the NBA rules a little different yeah. than them rules because they rules is more of a, I don't want to say and one, but you could be physical. <laughs> that like, you could be really extremely physical. Besides the NBA, if you try to be extremely physical, they don't allow. The physicality until you hit playoffs. You try to do that physical shit during the regular season, the motherfucker be like, foul, foul, mm-hmm. foul, foul. You be like, damn. That's the only thing I hate about the regular season and uh, the the playoff season. But, nah, I mean, overall, though, it's a good thing. And I think Ice Cube, I, I get big ups for him because he created, he created, he pushing it, and it's yeah. popping. Like, this is the third season. And it's about to have a fourth one, a fifth one, and it's growing. The numbers is growing. To put it this way, they got more people watching that damn shit than the WNBA. And the WNBA been out how long? And everybody like, who, how, who you think like who actually watched the WNBA? But they they still had a fair amount, but they pulling more numbers than the WNBA. So that could, that should tell you 
that damn they doing something right bro uh <laughs> now uh, people who listen to like our network probably know that i don't watch sports but i had no idea that the wnba was still the thing <laughs> i had no idea yeah. i haven't heard that term in like 10 years i had no idea because the uh, crazy thing bro they yeah they don't they don't barely show it on tv like they show it on tv but it's just certain channels it ain't like 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 how the big three they showing mm-hmm. it on cbs now now they used to show it like on like fox like the like you had to actually have cable to right. actually see it now you don't have to have cable to actually see it and then in a minute this is what i think was gonna happen it's either the nba gonna be like hey we need to holler at them because i at ice cube because he making a lot of money because once he hit this other bracket, I'm telling you, I could see it coming. When he hit this this other bracket, they keep growing, and he hit a bracket, or where it's hitting like NBA type of ordeal, NBA going they're gonna be like, hey man, uh, we want to lay down, and we gonna pay you like, like yeah, <laughs> pretty much, they because they go push for it. I, I can see it a mile away, and they could they because they they gonna push it to the point where you gonna benefit it from it greatly. And we gonna benefit from it as well, but you really gonna benefit from it greatly because they probably say, "Oh, we gonna put," uh, they might switch it up and just instead of having retirees, and they might end up putting in like, uh, the dudes that just join like mm-hmm. the rookies and shit when they do that summer league shit, they might just add their ass and you never know, man. You never know, but I can see them. I can see the NBA touching it because they gonna they gonna touch when they see money rolling. And the NBA doing great. That's the reason why these motherfuckers making millions yep. of dollars, well beyond like they making like, two, like two hundred and something fucking mil for five years, and everybody like, damn, <laughs> how the hell are they getting this much money? But it's time. They 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 smart. They players. The players and their owners work together. Mm-hmm. NFL and they like that though. Uh, football, they need to. Man, they need to get on that. And, they, and I think they're going to get on that soon because next year, their bargaining agreement going to be up and it's going to be a, a freaking yeah. lockout. And as soon as that lockout hit, whoa, <laughs> boy, them motherfuckers, it's just going to be a rude awakening. Man. Uh, Especially when them owners yeah. start losing money. And, man, um, <laughs> I do agree that uh, the NBA is definitely going to um, talk to uh, Q. But I think that they're going to do like – because in sports, quote-unquote, the NBA – NFL and in a wrestling with WWE, which which I, which I started watching again like last September, and like that's that's pretty decent. But anyway, they don't like no competition, bro. So I think that like the NFL, I mean the, the NBA is gonna buy a big three and bury that shit. Yeah, that's what I think is gonna happen because they don't like competition. Cause like. Those three firms are all alphas. They don't like no fucking competition for anybody. So um, the best case of scenario would be for them to buy it and embrace it and build it up. But, like, they're going to bury that shit. In my opinion. So I, <laughs> I hope Cube can stay independent for as long as possible. Yeah. Because, because, like, because like when a big corporation gets involved, it's never good. Like how Disney made Marvel fucking cartoony kids shit all the time. 
a new a, a new fucking Spider Man movie is a fucking comedy. That's my <laughs> uh, uh, sidebar rant. Have you seen um, Far From Home yet? Oh yeah, of course <laughs> I did. The first half, like this, is a way far off tangent. The first half was too was too was too funny for me, but the second half was good as fuck. Yeah, I I, I give you that. First half, it was like, all right, cool. I just hated that they they made, they made too many cuts. You know, it's a it's a it's a clip of the trailer. That's not Marvel do that shit so fucking much now, bro. You know, like when fucking Hulk was in the fucking Infinity War. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Marvel it, do that shit off. so that shit much. That kind of pissed me off because. Spoiler alert. If you ain't seen it already, you you behind yeah. the power curve. But you know, in the spoiler, the uh, in the trailer, they had him like he was kicking, like basically fighting off some guys or whatever, some bad guys, this any other. And then when he sees the cop, and the cop goes, "Hey, you gonna be the new Iron Man yep. now?" And then he was just like, uh, "I'm a." He was like, "Why?" He was like, "Well, I'm gonna do your job or something <laughs> like that." He's like, "He's like, I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna be doing your job." You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Something like that, that nature. That whole clip wasn't even in the movie. Yep. And then when I Googled it, they said they didn't have room for it and they didn't want to mess up. They didn't want to mess, uh, mess it up with, I guess, everything that was going on. They were trying to get him to Europe. Like, that's bullshit, bro. Like, at least that's what that, they said on the thing. And I that's was like, bullshit. What the fuck is that? Aunt Mason <laughs> was born as, as whack as fuck when she had like her charity shit. Yeah, I think I had that scene in there as Peter's going to Aunt May's charity shit. Then just had the first part when like he's nervous talking, cut to like the back when a uh, a fury called him. So like that's bullshit. That would give you more action in the beginning of the movie, which he chose not to do. But yeah, but that should piss me off. Um, so I I I like that they brought back J. Jonah Jameson. Yeah, that was that was pretty dope. I, mean, I like I how they told like his um secret identity. Although all the Marvel superheroes had no fucking I- secret identity, which is kind of dumb. But I like how they did it. But my least yeah. favorite part of of the movie was that second post credit scene when uh fucking that scroll was fucking Nick Fury this whole time. Yeah, that's I was mad. Me. That's the whole fucking movie. So, Nick Fury is too busy being in a a beach simulation than to care about these fucking fake creatures that fucking were fucking up the uh a Europe. I'm not buying it. I'm not buying mm-hmm. it, bro. They put that shit in there because it was funny. But I ain't mm-hmm. that shit. That shit <laughs> made me mad. Like that kind of ruined the movie for me. I wish I would have left before that scene came on. Cause knowing that whole movie. Nick Fury was a scroll. That, that was dumb. <laughs> but uh, I, I thought that, and, and of course, because you read the comic books, saw the cartoon, you knew that uh, the bad guy dude, you knew that he was going to flip on Peter, right? Mm-hmm. And I feel like, although on all the previews, they never let it slip, I feel like everybody kind of knew. Oh yeah, I know, I know. Peter's gonna fight the the world famous 
elementals. My my yeah, my my son. I know my son didn't. When I took mm-hmm. God took him with me. He didn't. Uh, he didn't know what was going on. So I explained to him in a car right there. I was like, yeah, Mysterio. He used illusions to make it seem like it's real, but it's not. And then he was like, that's how he ended up. I literally told. What's crazy is I literally told him from from my knowledge what's gonna happen, and that's mm-hmm. literally what happened. I was like, I was like. And, now it's like Spider-Man has to use like in a car- cartoon and in a comic book, he gives like he used his spider sense to, you know, find out mm-hmm. what's real and what ain't. So he, that way he can navigate his way through, and that's exactly what happens. And I was like, ain't that a bitch? But myself was like, damn, you like, like it. <laughs> I was like, nah, it's just like more of a nerd, like a nerd, real quick. Because comics. <laughs> <laughs> now, and I do also commend them for uh, having a, a comic accurate costume get a fucking fishbowl because yeah. back in 2007 they would have never done a fucking fishbowl but now because like, so that that's one of, that's one of the benefits of the comic book movies now because they've been out for so long everybody is so ingrained in that world you can have like the more outlandish costumes now mm-hmm. but um alright uh, what is your uh, last pick. I, I mean, actually, I thought I because uh, I said uh, waiting to exhale, bad boys, uh, bad boys two, the clumps, night professor soundtrack, uh, and what was the other one? Eight, Eight miles. Mile. That's four. And waiting to, and waiting to exhale. You said that twice, didn't you? That's it. Waiting to exhale. Eight mile. Eight mile. Bad boys too. Well, oh, fuck it. I throw one in. I throw one in. Okay. Anyway, here. Yeah. I got. I got. I got one because I ain't know who's doing honorable mentions tonight. So. <laughs> I don't have one, but <laughs> but if this is your fifth slash honorable mention, yeah, man, have it. Yeah, this one is and the only reason why because I think of, I think of you and I think of another buddy mm-hmm. of mine when I think about the soundtrack. It it is the new Jack oh, okay. soundtrack. Yeah, that was all that was, <laughs> that also was on my list, but I took it off. Yeah, it's got you know Ice T. You got the new Jack Hustler. Then you got that Christopher Williams. Two live crew got one on here. Queen Latifah. Oh yeah, I want to sex you up by color me bad. Yep. That's the deal. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, cause uh, <laughs> that that movie's called, of course, New Jack City. But that soundtrack was a was I think probably when New Jack Swing was actually being like a subgenre of R and B. Yeah. A New Jack yeah, Swing right. soundtrack to a New Jack City soundtrack. <laughs> 
Yeah, but that's definitely a good ass pick. That motherfucker has some fucking bangers on there. Let's see. I think I man, I was playing that because I remember some folks, some folks ain't got it. At the, I be playing this at the station at work. I be playing certain movies. I be like mm-hmm. the movie guy. And I try to diversify it up because I put a whole bunch of black movies and everybody be looking like they ain't right, never seen them right, before. Right. Shit. <laughs> but my home, uh, but this one dude, he actually got New Jack City in his uh in his little DVD list and shit. I put it in. And the girl was like, "Damn, I ain't never seen this. I ain't never mm-hmm. seen this shit before." Because I was like, it, it was so uncut that she was just like, "Damn," because. In the 80s, to have something on that nature uncut, it was kind of yep. like, wow, like, from from uh, him taking over a whole project to, you know, ain't nobody gonna stitch on him, to him using the kid yeah. as a shield, yeah. you know what I'm saying, like, that shit, that shit, she was like, <laughs> damn, like, it was like, yeah, man, it, to, to, to have, you had so much power, it get to a point where... You almost think it's fake, but then when, like how you said, when you see American Gangster, American Gangster yep. was the same shit. Yep. That was in yep. real life. Shoot, Frank Lucas used to walk around that motherfucker. Everybody was like, "Oh shit!" Like motherfuckers <laughs> <laughs> scared and scared as hell. Like hell no, you fuck with him, shit. It also had. Uh, I'm fucking like, no. But oh, but yeah, but then just like he gave to the community. And Thanksgiving mm-hmm. and shit, you know, bumpy face and all them shit. Like in New York, they did yep. the same shit, the same exact shit. So, and that is an example of, of a hood movie that isn't. It's a gangster movie, like say, a la Scarface, that stars that's that's from the black perspective, but not like a hood movie. Um, but yeah, I was gonna say that movie has two of the best lines in cinema. One was Chris Rock when he asked that young lady, what kind of milk is in them titties, Starberry? (laughs) 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 Oh, shit. Yeah, they had to get fucked up. That might have been the first time that I ever saw titties in a movie and also knew that milk came out of titties. Um, Because uh, (laughs) that's back when I was... Because that came out back when we were real young, bro. Probably like five or six and uh, moms yeah. and my grandma were actually pretty big movie buff in those days. And like they rent movies, and then like they have a chance, have uh, Lawrence and I turn our heads on the bad parts. So like when the titties came out, <laughs> turn our heads. But I, I still heard the joke, and I, and, I, and I was bugging out. Um, and then the second line that's amazing from that movie is when uh, Wesley kept that one dude and said. I never liked the light skinned niggas anyway. He started a war. Oh, yeah. He started a war. Oh. oh yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. Or like we said, sit your five hundred. That shit was funny. Man. One of these days we might have to do like our uh debate from music for a month and do like a top five black cinema movies because yeah, like there's some good ass movies from back in the day. Um, but I said that could be, yeah, it, could be. <laughs> it might be, man, it might be like a companion yeah. to this one. Um, but my last one is also black cinema at its finest. Uh, it may be my, it's definitely my favorite movie from this actor. 
the guy who wrote and directed it uh, went on to be one of the heads of BET, and he kind of ruined BET. Well, he continued to ruin BET, <laughs> but he also invented, well, created Siri from my Black Panther, Black Panther sister. Because like he wrote a Black Panther in like 2007, which was a pretty good run. Um, but this movie is Boomerang, starring Eddie Murphy and directed and produced by Reginald Hudland, featuring the uh, hit single "Last Night I Died Without You." Is it my time? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's in the top 50 songs of all time. He was like, to watch you walk right out my life and not do a damn thing. Also came into the movie at a pivotal time. And then also had like, it was the introduction to Tony Braxton. When she had that, Luster brought your ass home last night. Which was a line in the movie. No, yeah, no. <laughs> uh, yeah, um... Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. No, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. Boomerang is a movie that, as an adult, I love so much more than I did as a kid because it's black excellence at its finest. That everybody was successful. The women were all in in in, uh, roles of power because Eddie Murphy fucks his way to the top. And all of the uh, all (laughs) all of the power players in that entire film were women and black women. It had like the social commentary in it, and then the the title was is the most apt title for a movie because it came back around. The player got played. Mm-hmm. Robin mm-hmm. Givens. But also, uh, <laughs> Eddie was a shit because like, he took his boy a uh, girl. Yeah, girls don't do that. Damn it, it has it has it did. It had beautiful black women. Yeah. That shit is crazy. I'm not wearing any panties, Marcus. <laughs> he Marcus. Put to the top. <laughs> and then she had no power. That, was <laughs> that too movie funny. is amazing. And that soundtrack is just as amazing. Um, What were you going to say? Oh, yeah. There You Go by John yes. Gill. One of my favorite songs on yep, that. Yep, 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 yep. Johnny Gill, my, my, my. <laughs> man, shit, I was like, man, that, that soundtrack, yeah, that, that was one of my, I, I had to put it in, it was one of my categories that I put, uh, that I had on my list, that I had just kind of mm-hmm. edged out just a little bit. I mean, yeah, great movie, great soundtrack, but yeah, um, but as a kid, one of the first songs that I, I fell in love with was that P.M. Dawn song. Last night I never felt you. That, that weird <laughs> ass video, the weird ass <laughs> the niggas was weird as fuck. But and it had two songs only, cause like the second song sounded just like the first one, but it was good as fuck. It was like that. No, 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 that's that's the first one. <laughs> they had two though, but I can't think of the second. One. <laughs> Baby, you send me, yeah. Uh, set a drift for memories, bliss of love. Something like that. But yeah, great soundtrack. Oh, uh, you talking about, uh, 
What's the name of the group or the dude? It's two of them, man. Like, like PM Dawn. One was really skinny. One was really fat. Yeah, Yeah. there you go. Yeah, yeah. Because he he ended up passing away. He ended up passing away like a couple years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because I was actually bumping at another. Because that uh, uh, Blissful. Damn, this is Bliss. Boom. (laughs) Boom. The only reason why, yeah. the only reason why I know about it, so it's from that, that, from yeah, from from that movie. But it was uh, a Adam Sandler movie yes. that he played it, and then I had, I was like, oh shit, that shit go hard, and it was just the background. All you gotta do is play yeah. the background, but then you was like, oh, that shit go hard. That's a sample <laughs> from the seventies, like that's one of the most popular samples. That and that. <laughs> But that's uh, but Lord yeah. also flipped that same sample in like 2007. Yeah, yeah. he sure did. But uh, yeah, PM Dawn had those two songs that were both amazing songs. But they're kind of like fucking neo soul, kind of on some proto Uzi Vert shit. Like they were very strange. They were <laughs> unique. But that song was amazing though. Yeah, because, yeah, you're right about that, because the beat do break down, and, and it's like, uh, but then it, it comes mm-hmm. back, it's weird. Is it my time to my cheek off right out my life, and not do a damn thing? <laughs> Just a little piece of my heart, <laughs> that shit went, taking every little piece of my soul. And that video had like the water in the background. <laughs> that was a good video too. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Um. Yeah. So you think next time? Okay. Um. So next time we do uh, a list, I-, I do agree that we should do our favorite black cinema um, in no particular order. But I was thinking about this too. We'll talk about this in the air so it's authentic because this is my first time. To- talking about this i'm thinking that to make sure we have enough topics and also because like we do go off on tangents that are amazing i suggest that we kind of change up our format slightly if you don't agree that's fine we can keep doing like what's been working for um for a year now but i would think that every other month we we don't do a a a list instead we'll we'll, we'll talk about a topic like i would think i would think our first topic if you want to do it could be dissecting J. Cole's career. Because okay. I listened to that first J. Cole, uh, the, the sideline story, that shit yeah. go like a motherfucker, bro. It, it, it was so good, I got mad at, 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 at the next four hours. <laughs> <laughs> like, when did you listen to it? Like, yeah, wait, just yeah, recently yeah, like, or what? Because, bro, this has been a, a shitty year for music so far. So, because I'm, I'm trying to find shit to listen to. Yeah, you ain't never lie. I had to go back to uh, fucking old shit. You never lie about that And one. then uh, me and my homeboy Cordell, I don't know if you ever met Cordell unless he was at Zenders back in the day. But, yeah, I hadn't talked to him in, like, probably years. We had, uh, I saw him out somewhere, and, and then I got together for drinks. And then like, we were talking about old times, and she's like, yeah, bro. And then, like... He reminded me of of how much I love that first J. Cole album. Like, oh, nigga, you was right. I did love that J. Cole album. Then on the way home, 
Man, I played that shit. I played it for like a week straight, bro. Like, God damn, this shit was cold. Like, every song on that bitch was cold. Beats. Beats, J. Cole. J. Cole had good beats. Yeah. Yeah. But that was J. Cole. Before he let Nas down. That was... <laughs> yeah, pretty much. That was J. Cole with Jay-Z yep. pretty much yep. put his foot in it because of the fact that he didn't, you know, that was his first artist, Danny Third. And then it was like, okay, cool, cool. Album, it was hot, though. But he's... The thing I like about the, the the thing I like about the album, like yeah, before you let Nas down, because Nas was looking at it, because I think he heard, basically he heard what what his his uh content is, and his content it is, it is. It's yes, but he, that's what that's the crazy thing about it, it it's in there. He, he he has songs that's clubs and this and that, yeah, and balance, and, third, and you can you can hit it off in a club. They yeah, that balance. But the content was in there because uh, what's that one? I heard. Damn. He had a song about his dad on there. Uh, he had a song of the one yep. about the girl and she pregnant. She got the girl side, mm-hmm. and the dude side, and was like, "Nigga, you ain't shit." Like that yeah. shit go hard. That 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 mm-hmm. video go hard. <laughs> and that's a message like a motherfucker too. That's why I was like, "Damn, if you could play that shit, play that shit from then now, I think even." J. Cole would probably be like, damn, that was, like, damn, I wrote that. <laughs> and like, that's like, but that's the best. It's like, a that's month, like almost month. a decade old and it holds up, bro. That could have dropped today. Yeah. And it fucking holds up. Yeah. And, uh, like, and Nas, Nas act like he, he didn't make sure that say what your price just to back it up. <laughs> you can hope my ice. Oh, me back you owe your tax. Owe me back like 40 acres of black. Pay me back when you shake it like that. Um, I actually like that song. That's, that's my favorite <laughs> Nas. That's the first Nas song that I ever liked. <laughs> and then he had You Hate Me Now. Like, wait, this is the same nigga said You owe me. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, for Oh, him is Gene One. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, so I would say that we'll, uh, if you agree, we can either do our top five black cinema or have a a J Cole retrospective next month. We got Drake, 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 a J Cole breakdown, and that one people in the, in the audience who might actually be recording live in studio together, potentially. Yeah. If all works out. Yeah, all right, yeah, so we got this. So, yeah, so we've got our next two episodes already planned out. So, yeah, so uh, we should be good. So, yeah, like I said, uh, unless you have any better ideas, but every, so we'll do a, a list, then like a topic, a list, a topic. Let's so keep going back and forth. Yeah, no, that's cool. And like we, we've kind of done that anyway, if you think about it. Like we had like the Kill Shot episode, we had like the Avengers episode, and shit. So, so like, We've been doing that, but like now, like just kind of making it, uh, a, a, yeah, actual, like, yeah. line. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, all right, uh, so that's all I've got. Um, and I, I, I found and wrote down our, uh, our, uh, what do you call it? Send off. Outro. Outro. There. Yeah. <laughs> so I've got it this time. All right. So before we do that, is there anything else you want to say to the people? 
Now, I hope y'all, uh, hope y'all like what we had to say. And we got more to come, more to come. And, and plenty of different perspectives of how you look at music, movies, and the whole nine. That actually is better than our send-off. That'll make <laughs> send-off. Uh, <laughs> uh, but the actual send-off is, at least right now. Well, that's our list. You might agree. You might think we're crazy as shit, but you have to... Or, no, that's not it. Hold up. I kind of ad-lib that. <laughs> I, I, I'm not going to ad-lib because like, that second line fucked with the third line. Okay, well, that's our list. You might agree. You might think our churches are crazy, but you have to admit that shit was dope as fuck in regards to our conversation because I fucked it up again. <laughs> but uh, but it's, it's a, it's a <laughs> next time, America, that's uh, more progress. <laughs> take, <laughs> take care of yourselves and each other. That's our uh, Jerry Springer's. <laughs> but all right, we are out this bitch. Alright, so we're good, man. Um, Alright. So, uh. Yeah, uh. We'll get him up. I'll let him get back in town.